Hey, welcome home, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. We're Jeremy and Sarah, and we're so blessed to have you in the house today. And we are so honored to be coming into your house or your office, wherever it is you're watching this broadcast today. We are so thankful that you are taking time to put the word of God first. You know, Sarah and I have built our entire lives, our family, our ministry on the word of God. And if there is any success, if there's any victory whatsoever, it's because God is faithful to his word. And so this is the most important thing. The most important part of your day is putting his word first place. And that's what you're doing when you tune in to Legacy Television, when you're feeding on the word coming from other places and other ministries. This is God gaining access into your life, your heart, your family, your finances, everything that touches your life and and everything that your life touches can be affected when you put the word of God first place. So we're going to take some time today, get into the word. Before we do, Sarah, would you just pray over our time together? And uh, we'll just find out what the Lord wants to say to us today. Father, we love you today and we thank you for your word. Thank you that it's life and health and medicine to us. I pray over every single person watching today that they would have ears that hear what you're saying to them and a heart that fully grasps um, this, what you need for them to hear. Lord, I'm asking you to give us all what we need today. And it's only you who are able to do that. Thank and we you, thank you for helping us today. We receive your ministry to us, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I, I wanna go back to the book of Matthew chapter 11. Several weeks ago on the broadcast, uh, I started a series with you, a series that I've called The Rest of Your Life. And this whole thing's been about you and I entering into the rest of God. And we talked about resting more and stressing less. We talked about how to find rest when you're distressed. A lot of this has come back to um, pressures that's being put on you. Everything from daily life, you know, just living with kids and families and school and schedule all the way up to things, distress in your life because of a, a diagnosis in your body or a major financial issue or problem. All these things are stressors and they are distressing. And that word distress just means tight. Sometimes you just feel like you, it just, yeah. it's closing in on you. And it is, it's pressure. And, and even in the middle of all that, you can find rest. We talked about uh, just the lessons you can learn by walking outside and looking at the lilies, lessons from the lilies, you know, what Jesus talked to us about how they grow. And the same way they grow, we grow by not toiling, by not spinning, but by resting trusting in God. So we spent time looking at all three of these different things for this month, but today I want to finish out this series. And and I've asked Sarah to come be a part of this uh, broadcast today because where we're going today, she and I have a lot of just personal experience with, and the Lord has taught us so much over the last 10 years almost of being married. And he has just really showed us some things Uh, this particular aspect of entering into his rest. She's got some awesome things to share with you. So I want to remind ourselves of what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, in verse 28. He said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And if you missed any of the broadcasts leading up to this, just go back to the Legacy Studios app. You can watch them there. Watch them at pearsonsministries.com. We already shared a lot Uh, about this verse and the ones leading up to it. But I want to center in back on this today, Sarah. Jesus, this invitation that he gave us, come to me, he said, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I mean, what an awesome trade. And it's not even... It's not even fair for him. And, and on his end, it's a really terrible trade, but I don't even think he minds. He's just saying, look, you come, give me all your care, all your worry, all your anxiety, 
everything that's stressing you out, you give all that to me and I'm going to give you rest. And learning to rest inwardly by faith, because that's what faith is. It's a rest. Mm -hmm. Learning to rest on the inside will produce a rested life on the outside. And then one other scripture I want to look at before we really jump into this is what Jesus said in the book of Mark, chapter 6. This is a really awesome passage of scripture. Jesus had called the disciples to himself and he sent them out. He gave them power over unclean spirits. He said, you go out, you preach the kingdom of God, you heal the sick, you raise the dead. And he graced them with the, the anointing and the ability to go out and preach. And they came to him as disciples. But in Mark chapter 6, verse 30, it says, the apostles gathered to Jesus. They changed from disciples to apostles the apostle just means sent one, one who got sent out. And that's what these guys were. They got sent out by Jesus. So obviously there was a grace and an anointing on their life to go preach. But listen to his instruction here. In verse 30, the apostles gathered to Jesus, told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And I know when you and I were first married and in ministry together, I, I know what that excitement was like and we still have it now when we go out on the road and we go into all these different cities and we preach and, and we lay hands on people and it's exciting when you come home and you think back on what God did in the, all these different places. And it's so exciting and these guys were so excited about it. They came back and told Jesus and they're probably just like little kids gathered around him like, I went out and I preached just like you told me how to and I saw you do it and then I did it and I laid hands and that guy got healed just like that guy got healed when you did. And they're just so excited about this new assignment and anointing and grace on their life to go preach. But the response of Jesus is really what I want us to focus on today. He said in verse 31, in response to their excitement, he said, now come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. Thank you, Lord. Come aside, yeah, come aside (laughs) by yourselves to a deserted place, he said, and rest a while. We're talking about the rest of your life. And sometimes I think people are aware, Sarah, of a call on their lives and an assignment on their lives. And especially people in ministry, like we are, there's this urgency to just get the job done, you know, go out and if it's preaching, go preach. If it's singing, go sing. If it's witnessing, go witness. Whatever it is, it's this this urgency to get out there and get it done. And that's good because Jesus sent them out. But the same Jesus that sent them out to preach is also the one that said, come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. Mm -hmm. So what I want to finish up this series on is learning to live in that balance, listening to the voice of the same Jesus, the one who called you into this assignment of your life. He's also the one that at periodically throughout your life, throughout your year, you're going to hear him say these same words to you. Come here, come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. Mm -hmm. And the first thing we've got to recognize is that it's really not up to us which of those commandments we're going to choose to listen to and choose to ignore. Mm -hmm. You can't choose to yield to the call of God in your life and reject his assignment to go rest when he says it's time to go rest. Yeah. And this is something that Sarah and I have spent a lot of time thinking and talking about or like I said, the last 10 years of being married, 
as really listening to the voice of the Lord speak to us when it's time to go rest. And, and I mean, I know why I feel like that's been important for us, but I know you have a unique perspective as a wife, now as a mother, why these things would be so important. I mean, what do you feel like if you were gonna say to anybody the importance of taking this time aside? What, what do you feel like are the main reasons why Jesus would say this to somebody? I just, I wanna make sure that everything I do is because the Lord leads me to do it, yeah. not just because it's what I've always seen done yeah. or what I've always thought was the right thing to do or just do it because I've always done it before that way, mm-hmm. but to do something because God's leading me to do it. Yeah. And I prayed this at one point. I said, Lord, help me to do all that I'm called to do, nothing less and nothing more. Sure. And if you're really just doing those things, the things that God's called you to do, you and I will live a life of rest. And he didn't mean for us to be stressed out all the time, mm-hmm. to be stressed and worried and anxious yeah. and, and doing so much that we're burnt out. He doesn't want us to get burnt out. And I don't want to live like that. I don't want to see, I don't want my children to see me like that. Mm-hmm. I want them to have a mom that's full of joy, that is at rest right. and at peace. Yeah. And and that's why I think that it takes living, it takes resting on purpose. Mm-hmm. You have to be on purpose about your rest. You have to schedule your rest in and, and not just do it when, it, when, oh, I'm past the point of needing a break, mm-hmm. but putting it on the calendar on purpose. I'm going to take these times out of my life. I'm going to rest at this point. I'm going to get off my phone. I'm going to stop checking emails. I'm going to rest, enter that rest. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to spend time with my spouse, spend time with my kids. And sometimes it takes scheduling it. It Mm -hmm. takes penciling it on the calendar, setting aside those times or he won't do it. But I think Jesus, he wants us to live a life where we're trusting him for everything. We're leaning on him. We're sitting back and letting him do the work, the bulk of the work. It doesn't mean we don't work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that we don't, don't put forth effort and do what he's leading us to do, but it's also not doing more than he's leading us yeah. to do. Yeah, letting grace go to work yes. and labor in you. Yeah. It's interesting if you go back and look at what was going on then in the lives of the disciples when they came back as apostles and excited and telling them everything they'd done. He gave them this instruction, come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. If you keep reading, it goes on to tell you because there'd been so much coming and going, they didn't even have time to eat. I mean, what a a characterization of even our lives and others, you know, coming and going. If you're not going, you're coming. If you're not coming, you're going. And you, you think people would find time to eat, but what a picture of not being able to prioritize. Now, these guys were serving the Lord, obviously, and doing what he had told them to do. And I know I've been there in ministry before, and others have too, where you get so busy, it's like, you get to nine o'clock at night and you think, did I even eat anything today? Yeah, and it's like living life on a racetrack. Right. You are zooming around, just like we talked about, you talked about the lilies of the field, mm-hmm. how they toil and they spin. It's like living life on a racetrack where you go and you, sometimes you don't even stop to fuel up. Mm-hmm. And you've got to stop and fuel up. And I think what you just talked about eating, how many families don't even stop and sit down and eat together anymore? Yeah. Because they're so busy. And they think that this is healthy serving the Lord. Right. And it seems like kind of harsh talking about it. But if you don't have time to stop 
with your family and sit back and rest and, and talk with each other and fellowship with each other, something is a little off, off balance. Mm-hmm. And we want to be healthy people from the inside out. We want to have healthy family yeah. at home. And we want, it's not okay to make the excuse, well, I'm just too busy with ministry to have right. a healthy family. You think God intended for mm. you to neglect your kids right. and neglect their health because you can't don't have time to cook for them and take care of them? I think about that. One of my roles as a mom is to take care of my family and make sure they're fed. Mm. Seems like a simple task, but how many moms don't take time to cook for their kids because they're too busy. Or don't think they have the time or, you know, believing believing some lie, you know. And, and this, this isn't, of course, this isn't to put any kind of condemnation yeah. on anybody, but you got to let the word be a mirror to you and say, okay, is my life matching this? And and we're a, as aware of anybody oh, man, as so the, of these seasons that you go yeah. in. But what we're wanting to say to you today is that there must be a balance struck in our lives that, you know, we're working hard, we're traveling, we're preaching on television, we're doing these things. But you know what? Sarah and I, more than once, more than twice, probably a dozen times a week, are in conversation with each other about where are we going on vacation? Mm -hmm. Where are we taking the kids this year? And it's a priority to us because we want to hear that balance of the Lord, not only telling us to go out and do, but to come aside. Mm Come aside. As a matter of fact, th- this particular message or broadcast today is, I just pose a question to you, does God go on vacation? And I know you hear that and you think, oh God, I hope not. <laughs> but it's, it's not a matter of him checking out and, you know, clocking out and taking a break from his job. No, does he go on vacation? And what I'm getting at is, will he go with you? Will he provide for your rest? We trust him to provide for our ministry but do we, do we trust him to provide a time for our family to rest, to do exactly what Jesus said? Come aside. What's that mean? Step out of the busy flow. Come aside by yourselves. So it's not always just go in a great big group of people. There's something to be said for being by yourself as a family or even by yourself as an individual or by yourself as a couple. Hallelujah. Come aside <laughs> by yourselves. And here's another one, to a deserted place. That means the noise levels are getting turned down. Learning to find a place where you're, you're cutting down on just the hustle and the bustle and the noise, the constant noise. Come aside by yourselves to a deserted place. And what do you do when you get there? Yeah. Check emails, call the office. Mm-hmm. No, rest, mm-hmm. rest. And this is something, and, and I wanted to share this with the people before we um, left today, that I want to just encourage everybody to, to trust God and believe that he will provide for their rest. Mm-hmm. If he's the one telling you to come aside, then he will provide for it. Mm-hmm. And of course, my first thought is always back to our first anniversary. When we were married, so what are we talking about? Almost nine years ago now, we went before the Lord and said, Lord, where do we go? And that's the first step. If you're going to trust God with, with your rest and trust him with providing for you what he knows you need, then it's going to start with getting him involved in it. Lord, where do I go? You have an assignment for me somewhere. Where do I go to rest? And I remember when we did that and what did he say? <laughs> Hawaii. He said Hawaii, praise God. And I think some people hear that and they're like, yeah, right. Believe me if you or not, I don't care. He said it. So as a young couple... We started believing God for a trip to Hawaii, which 
There's some money involved in that, some travel involved in that. And a lot of that money we didn't have, but we started trusting him for it. And I think back and it was like, this stream of money just started coming in from just different places and we're believing God to go. And, and some friends of ours call and ask, did you buy your tickets to Hawaii yet? And we're like, no. They said, don't because we want to buy them for yeah. you. What's happening? God is providing for our rest. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. And then I remember putting, uh, every year we make vision books and we put in the vision list what we want to do and believe God for that year. Well, that year I wanted to go to Hawaii. So I found, went online and I found a picture of uh, two islands in Hawaii, like the prettiest picture I could find. And I put it in my vision book that year. And we went and we had an awesome time. What happened when we got there? I mean, oh, it was yeah. like God provided just this. Just favor, favor, Just favor, favor, favor. And upgraded our hotel room. The first one we checked into, they were doing construction on the floor beneath ours. And so I just very politely called the front desk and they ended up saying, you know what, come follow us. Took us over to this other tower, put us up on the 26th floor, two bathrooms, two balconies overlooking the boatyard and overlooking the ocean. It was total favor. Total, I mean, that, that room was probably an easy six to $800 more a night than the one we had paid for. Yeah. And they just gave it to us. And it was just favor one thing after the other. And then once we got there, after the trip had totally been paid for, the tickets had totally been bought, uh, the Lord just kept doing things. Tell them what you're saying about those I know. And pictures. you guys may think we're bragging, okay? But we're not bragging. The truth is we're just not afraid to ask God for pretty fun things and yeah. awesome things. And he's so good. What a good daddy. Wouldn't, wouldn't a, your, a good daddy want to bless you and give you the best and yeah. give you rest? And that's what he does. And so, you know, I was thinking about that scripture. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And you may not think like, do I need this? Well, hey, what do we need? But the truth is you do need it. And if you want something sometimes, you can ask God for it. And there's one translation of that that says, keep company with God and get in on, get in on his best. Yeah. And I want his best. I want his best vacations. I want to see the world. I want to do everything that he's called me to do. And yeah. I want to enjoy life. And anyway. And he knows we need it. He knows he we knows need it. That's what he told us to. Yeah. So anyway, we got home from our trip and... Uh, not very long ago, not very long after that, I was going back and looking at my vision book and I saw this picture that we had taken on this island, um, one of my favorite pictures. And we're standing there taking a selfie together, which we don't do that very often, but <laughs> <laughs> this time we were taking a selfie and there's, it was so beautiful, the background and these two islands in the background. And I was looking at it and I thought, I've seen these, those islands before. What are those islands? That, I've seen that picture somewhere. And I realized when I was looking at it, oh my, that is the same picture that I had put in my vision list. And I went back and looked at my vision list and there was that, that yeah. those two islands on that exact beach that we have a picture of us taking the selfie. That was the original picture that I had put in my vision list. Yeah. And it was so cool to me that God, not only did we go to the exact beach in Hawaii, think about how many islands are there. We went to the exact beach and stood on that beach together. And I didn't even realize it. I didn't plan that. And it was our vision. We had believed God for that. And God had given us the yeah. desires of our heart. Pretty cool. And that was nine years ago. And we could tell you story after story after story, year after year, 
where God has provided for our rest as a couple, our rest as a family over and over and over again. Miraculous. I'm, I'm talking about we're believing God to get away. And even when we, we had the money, but the Lord had told us, no, that money's not for that. Trust me for your vacation money. So we're trusting and all of it comes in in a day. And I think by the following Friday, we were with the kids, or I think it was just justice at the time, on a cruise. I mean, it just all happened so quick, but just believe in God. He provides for these things. He, yes, he provides for your daily needs. Yes, he provides for your assignment, your ministry. But what I want to get across to you today is he will provide for your rest. Yeah. He'll provide for it. And if he's the one telling you to go, then number one, you need to know he will provide for it and you need to trust him for it. But number two, we have found out that there are things that the Lord will say to us in those times of rest that we would not hear just in the hustle, in the bustle, in the everyday life. We've got to get away. It's almost as though the Lord's saying to me, Jeremy, I want you on this beach, on this island at this time, because I'm going to be speaking to you there, whether you're there or not to hear it. And that's really startling when you think about it. If you want to hear some things the Lord has to say to you, then there are some things he's gonna to say to you when you're at rest. Mm -hmm. And I think about the 23rd Psalm. He causes me to lie down in green pastures beside still waters. And what does he do for you while you're there? He restores He restores soul. your soul. Mm -hmm. There is a restoration that takes place in your body, in your mind when you're at rest that doesn't take place when you're just going for it all the time. Yeah. And you know, you touched on this, but it's not as though we can continue to expect God to show up in our lives and say, thank you for ignoring your children. Yeah. Thank you for working yourself to the bone. Thank you for ruining your health. Yeah. Thank you for ending your life too soon. He's not, this isn't what God's gonna say, but if you'll listen to him and minister when he says minister, yeah. go when he says go, work when he says work, and rest when he says rest, He'll provide for it, and you'll see miracles happen in your life and family. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this, and if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.